Let's, um, let's get back into the Word tonight. Take your Bibles and turn with me. Hebrews chapter number 11. We are continuing our study uh, in Hebrews chapter 11. It actually started uh, way back when we started because we missed a few weeks there. But way back when we started, it actually, the study started in 1 John chapter 2. And verses 15 through 29. So if you want to go and catch up, you can go and read back there. Catch yourself back up. As we have been talking now, this is the fifth week that we have been in this study. We have been talking about the deepening deception. And we spent the first week talking about the deception that is all around us. And then we have spent the next, this will be the fourth week that we have spent now going through Hebrews chapter 11. And what we have been doing is we have been talking about the way back from deception. And the way back from the deepening deception is only by faith. And so I want you to uh, I want you to remember that that's what we have been walking through and we have been talking about over these last few weeks as we have been walking our way through Hebrews chapter 11. Let me give to you where we have been so far just by statement verses four through seven of Hebrews chapter 11 tells us about monumental faith that first faith. The characters that are described there, it talks about that early faith. Monumental is what is highly significant, great in importance, extent, or size. And so we see monumental faith as we jump in there to Hebrews chapter number 11. And, and then the, the, the following week, we talked about momentous faith that builds momentum. So we started with monumental faith, and then we looked at momentous faith. In verses 8 through verse 22, we find momentous faith. And the word momentous stands for very important because of effects on future events. And so we begin to see in Hebrews chapter 11, verses 8 through 22, we begin to see momentous faith. We talked a lot about Abraham and Sarah and how, how the faith that they walked in was setting the stage for the future. And in that we talked about having faith in this moment. Faith for the next moment. And then faith that would build momentum. And so tonight. We are going to pick up in Hebrews chapter 11. At verse number 23. Hebrews 11 and verse 23. And I'm going to talk to you tonight. About movement faith. So the way back. From deepening deception. So when we see the deception of the world all around us and even creeping its way into the church. When people seem to be deceived by all sorts of things. Worldliness and, and faithlessness and unbelief and all of these things. When we see this happening, we as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, we need to discover the way back. And we need to be able to lead people back from the edge of deception and so we will do that with monumental faith and that means we have to have that first early faith that that we are able to hold on to and then there will be momentous faith that we will exhibit faith in our now faith for our future faith that pushes us forward that builds momentum and then tonight we're going to talk about what it means to have movement faith because this life that we live and this church that we are a part of is not really a religion. It is to be a movement. How many understand that? 
How many understand that Christianity is not as much about being a religion as it is being a movement? And there is a difference. Because a religion is full of traditions, is full of rituals, and it's just things that people do in order to fulfill some sort of role and some sort of rule. But we are a part of a movement, the movement of Jesus Christ that, that says Christ is the Savior and we are moving with Him. We are transitioning from this world to the next world. To the eternal world. And in the midst of this transition, we are to share the gospel with as many as possible. And so we as the church need to have movement faith. Movement faith. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something totally different for me tonight. I'm going to prove to you that, that I'm not just a one-trick pony. I'm going to do something totally different for you tonight. And I'm going to share my points right now. And then I'll sum everything up at the end. So, Hebrews chapter number 11 and verse number 23. We're going to talk about movement faith, and we're going to look at the life of Moses. Hebrews 11, verse 23. How, how, how many realize Moses started a movement? God, through Moses, started a movement. And so we're going to pick this up, Hebrews eleven twenty-three. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents. Because they saw he was a beautiful child, and they were not afraid of the king's command. We're going to notice some things. We're going to notice this statement by faith, because that's going to be imperative and important, because movements move by faith. Movements are started by faith. Movements are engaged in faith, and movements continue in faith. And so if we're going to continue this movement that Christ has started in our life, we have to exhibit faith. We have to live in faith and walk in faith. So let's look at what this first verse says to us. Hebrews eleven twenty three, By faith, Moses. Here's, here's what I'm going to tell you. Point number one. Moses was born. He was pointed by his parents to look forward. Okay, now, now just bear with me a little bit because Moses is, is trained his whole life to look forward. Because that's what faith is. Faith looks forward. Hebrews 11 and 1, now the substance of faith is. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. It looks forward. Faith believes in what Christ has accomplished and believes He has accomplished it in our lives now and that He accomplishes forward. So faith is forward movement. So we pick up the story about Moses and it starts as he is born. And and it says, when he was born, by faith, Moses, when he was born. That's That's... Very important because that the very first thing I want to say to you about this first point that Moses was pointed forward by his parents. 
is I, I want to say this to you. We have arrived in this moment in time for a purpose. Moses came on the scene at the moment of his birth for a purpose. And the parents that brought him into this world pointed him forward. Pointed him to the future. Now that's going to become more clear as we move forward. But I just want to talk to you for just a moment about this fact about faith, movement faith. You have to understand you and I are here for a purpose. Let me, let me break it down this way. Life matters. How many of you would say Moses' life mattered? Amen? His life mattered. Now, he came into very difficult times. When he was born, he was not allowed to live. The intention of Pharaoh... And of Egypt, where he was born into, was that the male children that were born to the Hebrews were going to be killed. But Moses was born, and his parents are going to point him forward. They're going to, they're going to buck the trend, and they're going to let him know you are born for a purpose. We are trusting God. And I, I just want to say this to you, because the way back from deception is to understand every one of us are alive right now for a purpose. And only faith in Christ can unlock that purpose. Man. So you're right. Life matters. So we need to discover what our purpose is. Now, I want, I want you to watch this because I, I'm just I'm going to walk through scriptures tonight is all I'm going to do. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents. Okay? So we're going to learn how faith can point us forward. How faith can always cause us to look forward. Even when your purpose is unseen... You can look forward to it. Even when you feel hidden and unnoticed, your life matters and faith can cause you to look forward. Moses had no ability on, him, on his own to live. In fact, we know the story, if, if you are, are, have been churched at all, that he was taken as a baby. He was placed into what? That ark. Of bulrushes. He was placed there. He was set in the water. And he was left there because uh, they were going to see what would happen with him. And when he was left there, his sister would watch from a distance as Pharaoh's daughter would find him, pluck him out, and he would be raised up in Pharaoh's household. All of this happened because Moses' life mattered. It didn't sound like a good beginning. He was supposed to die, but yet he lived. He was what many in the world would say abandoned in an ark as a baby by himself where it seems like that would be the, the worst thing that you could do. But through that, God had a plan. He was lifted out of the water by another and raised up to be the son of another. But God had a plan. And then he was placed back into the arms of his mother to raise him all because God had a plan. Pastor, what are you trying to say? I'm trying to tell you, understand this. As we talk about faith is a movement, movement faith. Understand, everything in your life, God can use to propel you to the purpose for which you are living. That's movement faith. 
God can take everything, whether it looks like a success or a failure, and He can cause you to keep moving forward if you'll just keep believing. Even when it's unseen, even when you are unseen, even when you feel hidden. Now, notice the next phrase. He was hidden for three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child. Now, that, that really means there because they saw he was no ordinary child. In other words, they held on to his potential. See, they're looking forward. They're pointing him forward. They're saying, Moses, you have potential. Moses, you may be unseen now, but we believe God's got a plan for you. Moses, your life matters even when everybody else tells you that it doesn't. Can, can I tell you that? That's faith going forward. That's his parents saying, we believe God can do something with this life. Can I tell you that God believes your life matters? So why don't you? God believes that even when it's unseen and even when you feel hidden, that He's got a plan for you. God has seen your potential even before you did. So put your faith in the one who believes in you. Amen. And then that, that verse ends by saying, And they saw He was a beautiful child, and they were not afraid of the king's command, of Pharaoh's command. In other words, they exhibited a faith that they would pursue God's will and not man's will. So this, the faith that Moses is going to walk in begins with his parents. It begins at the beginning of his story, and he's pointed in the right direction. Now, the reason I'm saying all this to you that are here and those of you that are watching me is this. As the church of Jesus Christ, as believers, we need to point the way for people to have faith. We need to exhibit this kind of faith that would say to people as they come to know Christ, your life matters. We need a church in the world today that will tell the people of this world their life matters. That God's got a plan. God's got a purpose. That even when they feel hidden and unseen and overlooked, God has a purpose. We need to exhibit faith that God's got a plan for His creation. And we need to hold on to potential. We need to keep pointing people in the right way. Understanding God has favored us. And then we need to pursue God's will rather than man's. That's very, that's initial, an initial part of the movement. Somebody did that for you. Somebody did that for me. And somebody needs to do that for all that will follow. Amen. Maybe you were fortunate enough, or blessed enough, I should say. Maybe you were blessed enough that that was how your family raised you. That your family taught you that your life mattered. But there's a lot of people in our world today, that's not their experience. Their family didn't share that with them. No one believed in them. No one would keep encouraging them. Well, you know what? That's where the church is supposed to step in. Amen. I was blessed that my family taught me that from the earliest stages of my life that I can remember. But I was also blessed with pastors that told me that. I was blessed with 
teachers in, in uh, church that told me that, leaders that would lead me in that, people that encouraged me along the way. And you probably have that example too. Whether it was one person or a multitude of people, there's somebody that encouraged your faith. Let me tell you, the way back from deception, it, we can't just be mad at people for falling into deception. We have to exhibit faith, and a part of that faith is to believe in people that God has called to a higher life. To exhibit to them, share with them, come walk with us. We believe God has called us to something. So that's first. If you're going to have movement faith, we have to have that kind of faith. We have to have that kind of beginning. We have to have a looking forward. We have to point others forward. Okay. Then verses 24 through 27. And I'm, I'm just going to walk through here with you because now Moses is going to step up and he's going to look forward. So others pointed him forward. But now in faith, he's going to look forward. Watch this. He, Hebrews eleven twenty four. 24. By faith, there it is again. Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. So, Now we see when Moses was raised, because he had been pointed to look forward in faith, because he had been led by others to look that way, now when he's of age, he makes a faith choice. Amen. Here we go. This is where we're going to start. I'm going to start hitting us now and the way we walk. The first part is how others have helped us and how we need to help others. But now we're going to start talking about our lives. Because if you're going to have movement faith, you have to have, you have to make faith choices. Look again at what he said, what it said. By faith, Moses, when he became of age, he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He made a choice. Now, how many of you realize he did not make the easy choice? Do you see that? Let me ask you, what would have been the easier choice? To to say, I'm the son of the one that's raising me, and oh, by the way, she is Pharaoh's daughter. So I'm Pharaoh's grandson. Would it have been easier to make that choice or to make the choice that I'm the son of a slave? He didn't make the easy choice. He made the faith choice. Amen. Come on now. If we're going to have movement faith, we have to make faith choices. We have to choose in who we are going to believe. We have to choose how we are going to live our life. We have to choose whether we stand upon the word or whether we just, we just walk the way of the world. It has, we have to live by faith choices if we are going to have movement faith and we're going to have faith that moves us forward then we have to make faith choices why because faith looks forward the easiest choice would have been yeah this is great if I stay where I'm at and I claim to be Pharaoh's uh, grandson who knows where this could lead me I could really climb the ladder and I could have great influence but faith looks forward to God's plan Amen. Now, also, it says he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Verse 25 then tells us, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God 
than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. So not only does he make a faith choice, he, he looks forward in faith by making a faith choice. He looks forward in boldness. Because his choice, he recognizes he would rather suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. I mean, that's a bold choice. Are y'all out there? If you're going to have movement faith, then you have, to, you have to make faith choices, and then you have to have boldness. Do you realize faith takes boldness? It, it, we have to be bold. That means even when it doesn't look like we thought it was going to look, we have to believe. We have to count the cost. Jesus taught that. He said, hey, you got to count the cost. You got to understand to walk with me, this is going to cost you something. It's not always going to be the easy path, but it will be a path of movement. You will always grow, you will always be moving. So you got to you got to have faith by making faith choices and you got to have boldness to stand. And then look what Hebrews 11 says. Verse 26. He esteeming the reproach of Christ. Now, that's a faith statement. Because Christ had not been born yet when Moses was living. But esteeming the reproach of the Messiah of God's plan. Greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. He looked to the reward. If you're going to have movement faith. You always have to look forward to Christ. He is your reward. He is your hope. God's plan is now your purpose. Amen. I, I hope that you'll hear that. And then, and then verse 27 says, By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. So he looked forward in faith and not in fear. So let's, let's just... Examine that. The first thing we see was Moses was pointed forward by others, his parents. He had an example that he followed. And then Moses looked forward in faith by making faith choices, by being bold, by looking to Christ, and by operating in faith, not fear. He was not moved by fear. He was moved by faith. Amen. Now, there's a message right there. This movement that we are a part of is a movement of faith, not fear. We do not act out of fear of what the enemy is doing. We must act out of faith in what Christ has accomplished and when, what is still ahead for us. So, the third thing that I'm going to say to you tonight is this. Verse 28, Moses now looks forward in faith even through a dark night watch this verse 28 by faith he kept the passover and the sprinkling of blood lest he who destroyed the firstborn should also touch them as i begin to think about that i begin to realize that moses even looked forward in dark times in difficult times he kept the Passover 
And he kept the Passover in remembrance. He institutes it. And it is remembering. It is what is going to be the remembrance of what God accomplished for them. And Moses, in the midst of difficulty, remembers God's word and follows it. Man, if you're going to have movement faith, when things get tough, you have to remember God's word. See, we read these stories and, and we read them as stories and we, we probably don't read them as, as actual happenings. But let me tell you, that was not an easy night. As plagues had plagued Egypt. As Passover, they're huddled, eating together, trusting God. But it's a night of struggle and hearing the cries and knowing what is happening around them. But, but they are remembering God's word even in darkness. Can I tell you as believers, if we're going to overcome deception, we have to remember God's word even in the darkest of times. Even in the most difficult moments. We have to remember God's word. And then he says, and he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood. <laughs> Amen. So even in the dark times, they remembered God's word and they sacrificed. They were willing to do what was asked of them. Can, can I say, church, God is asking some things of us. And we can say, oh, God, that's hard. Or, oh, God, this is difficult times. Or, oh, God, this, this, this isn't the right time for us to do that. Or we can say, I am willing to be a living sacrifice for the Lord. Because I'm a part of movement faith that's going to move forward and going to pull people back from the brink of deception. And so I'm going to remember God's word. I'm going to be willing to sacrifice, to be obedient to the Lord because of the faith God has called me to. And the last thing there in verse 28. Lest he who destroyed the firstborn born should touch them. They look forward in faith in dark times. And they understand God's judgment and God's justice was coming. Amen. How many understand the judgment of God is coming upon this world? It's coming. God is a just God. He's a loving God. In fact, God is love. But God is a just God. And judgment is coming. And we, even in the dark times, even in the times where we feel like the judgment of God is at hand, we are still to look forward in faith. That's movement faith. That's faith that's going to take us forward and, and not give in and give up. And oh, how we need that today. And then the fourth thing and the last point that I have for you tonight is in verse 29. Where it says, by faith... They passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, whereas the Egyptians attempting to do so were drowned. So now Moses leads God's people forward to God's promises. So he leads forward. So he is pointed forward at the beginning. He looks forward 
for his life. He goes forward even in darkness. And he leads others forward in faith. Notice what he does. By faith they pass through the Red Sea. I'm not going to share the story. You, you, I'm sure you know the story. Sea parts they walk through. He led them through by faith. Here's, here's what hit me. When you lead others by faith, you will pass through the obstacles that are around you. See, when you're operating in movement faith, you will pass through the obstacles that seem to be in your way. Faith removes obstacles. Amen? Jesus said, hey, if you'll have faith in God, you can say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea and it'll be done. He said, whatever things you believe that you receive, or whatever things you believe... Whatever things you ask for, believe that you receive them when you pray. So, have faith. Faith moves obstacles. So, Moses led people forward in faith, and they passed through obstacles. Now, watch this. They passed through the Red Sea as by dry land. Watch this. When you are leading others through, when you are leading others forward by faith, you are walking on the promises of God, not the path that's in front of you. Amen. It says, the sea rolled back, and he led them across as by dry land. How many of you know, when the sea rolls back, it's going to be muddy. But he's leading them in faith on the promise of God. Not on the path before them. Amen. Come on. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tie all this up at the very end. But I, I want you to catch this. And then the last thing in the points that I'm going to say to you is that last statement. Whereas the Egyptians attempting to do so were drowned. So when he led people forward by faith, they were able to do what the enemy they could go where the enemy could not survive. Faith, forward faith in Christ, forward faith in God will take you places where your enemy cannot survive. Movement, faith. So, faith that points to the future. Faith. That looks forward and chooses that future. Faith that goes forward even when it's hard and it's dark. And faith that is willing to lead others where the enemy cannot survive. Movement, faith. No wonder the word tells us that we need to walk by faith. Amen? Because walking is movement forward. When we are walking, we are moving forward. 2 Corinthians 5 and 7 then tells us, For we walk by faith, not by sight. So walking is movement, and movement faith causes us to walk forward. Galatians 5 and 16 then teaches us, Walk in the Spirit, 
and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And then Ephesians chapter 4. I'm not going to take the time to cause you to turn and read all of it. But Galatians chapter 4, the very first part, the very first six verses of of Ephesians chapter 4. I'm sorry. Ephesians chapter 4 verses 1 through 6. He tells us that we need to walk in unity. And then in Ephesians chapter 5, he tells us to walk in love. And then he tells us to walk in light. And then he tells us to walk in wisdom. What I'm trying to say to you is this. Our world and your life needs movement faith. We need to be people who will move forward. Who will walk in faith. Who will point others because we've been pointed. Who will choose faith. Who will go forward in a dark time. And who will lead others in God's promises. God's asking us to start and to stay in this movement. The world around us is falling into a deepening deception. But God has placed within us a measure of faith. And he says the way back from deception is faith. You know what our world needs? I was watching the inauguration today. Do you know what our world needs? Do you know what our country needs right now? Our country needs people of faith that will rise up and look forward and choose the way of Christ even in difficult times. Who will believe God's got a plan, who will point others there, and who will lead others into God's plan. That's what we need. That's the outpouring of the Spirit God wants to bring into our lives. But it's going to come through the church. Who is moving in movement faith. We can curse the darkness. We can sit around in our groups and talk about how bad the darkness is. Or we can find and point to the way back to the light, which is faith in Jesus Christ. I don't know about you. I want to be a light bearer. And I want to be one who points people back and brings people to Christ and points the way forward and walks in it myself. Amen. And it's going to take faith. Have faith in God. If you can believe, that's faith, all things are possible. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. But with faith, nothing is impossible. Amen. We are people of faith. And the only time deception wins is when faith is silent. It's time 
to raise the voice of faith in Christ. Can I tell you, we meet people in our culture, in our world, in your homes, our families, all around us, your co-workers, that are people of potential. They're people with a purpose. They may be messed up right now. They may not be fulfilling that purpose right now. That potential may be hidden in the moment. Faith can see what others cannot. And faith can lead the way out and lead the way in. Let's be people of faith. Everybody stand your feet.